You ever used to watch Silent Library? Yes. I used to want to be on that show. I, I, there's no way I would have lasted on that show. <laughs> oh, no. There's no way I would have last, lasted on that show. Oh, I wanted to be on that show so bad. I used to want to be on the real world really bad. The real world was the one where they were like traveling, right? No, that, that's that was the road, road rules. Yeah, no. See, I I respect road rules. It's like not only are you doing like real life stuff, but you also on the road. I don't like it. I loved it. I just want to be in the house but, with people. So here's how they still doing the real world road rules challenges and road rules ain't had a season in in mm. twenty years, damn near. Okay, maybe ten. But yeah, it feels like it might be. It might be twenty. I just don't understand when teen mom, young and pregnant is coming back on. Like, like, what's going on? I'm gonna start the show. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You don't watch Young and Pregnant? No, no, it's I do so not. Good. I do not. Hey guys! Hey everyone! What's going on? What's popping? Hey! What's popping? It's just us this week. That's it. That's it. Yes. You stuck with us. You stuck with us. <laughs> Episode thirty-two. Sure. I think so. I, yeah, we can go with it. Yes, we can go with it. Which also means this is also episode. 99. Oh, oh my god. god. Wow. It's like the night before Christmas or something. The night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a something to something. Not even a mouse. I thought she was going to drop some bars. I'm like, wow. No. This is talented. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, I'm your girl, Sierra T. <laughs> and I'm your girl, Sherelle B. And this is Hair Raps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Where we wrap the culture up in color. Yes, ma'am. Loud and proud. Yes. So we miss... Technically, technically, we missed two weeks because last week we had some special guests on the show. Yes. So go back and listen to that episode because why not? And it, it got real. It got very real. Shout out to Corey and Josh for joining us. Yes. Um, dropping some gems. Um, yeah, it was a good time. I feel like we're talking very soft or something. I'm trying to, and I'm be honest. I was listening to the show, like you know, past episodes. Like I'm loud. Same. So am I. No, you're not. Yes. Like you actually have like the, I'm just like aggressive. But that's your voice though. I'm trying to change it. No, no. The people do not tune in for that. But I think this is, is not quiet storm. Soft and warm. <laughs> the quiet storm. That is my son. Uh-uh. Who's that's ghetto? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I am so sorry. That's okay. That's, it's normally me, see? <laughs> see, I'm ch- so we're changing ways now. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> we're changing ways. I, you know what? You said you listened to like previous episodes. I've been listening to previous episodes, and I realized I laugh a lot, and I just want to apologize to the people. I think your laugh is nice, though. Like, I'm just- I'm sorry. A loud New Yorker, like- that's okay. So you know what? Maybe we should just go ahead into the next 100 episodes. Okay. Just, you know, being thankful for, you know, your aggressive voice <laughs> and my annoying laugh. All right. Sounds- I mean, it's, still gonna, it's probably still going to come back in episode 101. Right. So. Like, what's up, niggas? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I am going to stop trying to say um a lot. I say um a lot. That's a hard, that's a hard thing to do. So I'm going to attempt. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I get it. That's going to be it. I get it. 
man, going back will make you like, it's really showing us like the growth, the growth. Okay. The growth. With a capital G because, oh my my goodness. Too much. Uh, Too much. All right, sis. What can't you wrap your head no. around? Oh, you gonna make me go first? Yeah, this week. Okay. I, I got a thing. Okay, so what I can't wrap my head around this week is very simple. I tweeted about this earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you niggas are still replying to these two school school tumana questions. What is it? The, oh, the question. I don't know. It's an African language. I think it's not. I literally googled it. Oh, what to is get it? The dev- it means absolutely nothing. Oh it's my god, nothing. I got a whole bunch of nonsense when I put it in Google. It means nothing. Nonetheless, it's basically a question to ask you, uh, give your honest opinion, which yeah. you, people have already been doing that on Twitter. Right. But people have still been, it's been like two months on Twitter at this point. <laughs> I don't understand why you niggas are still retweeting this thing. Like, why are y'all still doing this? Why are y'all still answering these questions? Why are you even still making these tweets? And it'd be the dumbest question, like oh. broccoli. Like, what about it? What? What? Who, what? What about it? Broccoli is amazing. The end. Mm. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's, you know, broccoli is good. It's amazing. amazing. I think amazing is strong. Well, I mean, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's a good vegetable. It's not the best vegetable, but what's, it's good. What's the best vegetable? The best vegetable? Yes. It's cucumbers. Like, what you mean? All right. Go cucumbers, ahead. Go, go ahead. Zucchini, do, no. No. Cabbage. Cabbage is Ooh. good. Oh, I hate cabbage so much. Wait a second. I hate it. Collard greens. I love collards. You know, so how you don't like cabbage? I like my collards without cabbage. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, all right, let me think. Okay, so <laughs> I can't wrap my head around. Okay, I can't really wrap my head around. So Sierra and I have these big water bottles, right? Yes, hydration gang. Okay, and like, so there's this new viral sensation going around called, uh, what is it? V- Visco Girls? Visco Girls. Where they make this sound, and they go, and I oop, something like that. And I can't wrap my head around it because I don't know, I don't know what it means. Like, what is? I don't get what the sound has to do with being a visco girl. Then there's like a whole bunch of scrunchies, yeah. And I'm thinking it represents all the different colors of the bottles, maybe. No, I feel like you're looking way too far into it. Yeah, I just I want to understand it, but I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. It's I'm, weird. I don't know what's going on with all these viral trends. I don't know. Yeah. That is one trend I just do not understand. Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. Can't get it. I don't know. I'm not with it. Yo no say. <laughs> you ready to jump into the show, sis? All right. Let's get, get, get it. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's a fine. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. What do we have for politics first? All right. So we have a few things, not like heavy, heavy political Donald Trump has kind of been, I don't know. Mm. Well, he's been doing the most. Actually, he, you know, <laughs> a lot. He has been doing the most. So early this week, he randomly attacked a former Victoria's Secret model and her husband, singer John Legend, after I believe it was a um, some type of criminal justice special that was on TV, and they called on Chrissy and John to be in it and. Donald Trump had a problem with it. He said, musician John Legend and his filthy mouth wife. No, he called him boring, boring musician. Oh, I'm sorry. Boring musician Don, John Legend. How dare you? And his filthy mouth wife are now talking about how great it is, but I didn't see them around when we needed help getting it passed. Talking about justice reform. 
anchor Lester Holt, NBC, doesn't even bring up the subject of President... The fact that he's talking in third person is, is pissing me off. He doesn't even bring up the subject of President Trump or the Republicans when talking about it. Like, dude. Like, what are you talking about? He's so embarrassing. And the bad part about it is he didn't even add Chrissy Teigen. You added John Legend. Mm-hmm. You didn't even add Chrissy Teigen. Yep. And she called him a... She called him a pussy-ass bitch. That's yes. She called him. Yes, she did. Period. <laughs> Pre- she called him President Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. Like, what are you talking... Like, you have nothing... There's so many problems here going on in the United States, and this is what you want to do. You want to tr- uh, you want to attack Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, Lester Holt, and Van uh, Van Jones. Like, why? He's such a clown, man. Why? Why? That's what you do on a Sunday night? Apparently. Like... We got way more important things that you could be uh, worried about and tweeting about, sir. I just... I can't. I just... I can't. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what else to say about it. Like, he just... Yeah, because it's, like, so ridiculous. It's just, like... Yeah, like, dude. It's, it's, you know what? It's so... He does it so much that it's sort of, like, normal at this point. Right. Which make that's, which that's bad because it's like, this shouldn't be normalized. Is that the right word? Yeah, it shouldn't be. It's, it's but we're so we're all so used to this goofy, him being su- such a goof. Yeah. Like, we're just like, all right, well, it's another Tuesday. Right. right. Like, you're busy focusing on Chrissy Teigen and John Legend when you should be on your way to the Bahamas to help those people. Or maybe you should let the people that were kicked off of a boat for not having their visas come to the United States because they need help. Mm. You're going to say, oh, well, we don't want, you know, there's very bad people on that boat and we don't want them to come in. They're very, very bad, including some very, very bad drug dealers. Like, bruh, you're very bad and you're still here. You're the one that needs to be shipped out immediately. Like the door. Goodbye. Ugh, Seriously. I, I hate him. You haven't been to I hate you him. even came to North Carolina to uh for the rally. Yeah, the campaign with Dan Bishop. Mm-hmm. Did you stop by the coast? Did you holler at those people? Cause it literally the eye of the storm literally mm-hmm. hit. Yep. The oh, coast of North Carolina. Sure did. did you go to South Carolina? Did you holler at people in Charleston? Did you throw them some paper towels like you did in Puerto Ooh. Rico? Ooh. Did oh you do God. any of that? No, you too busy attacking Chrissy Teigen. Go somewhere, the man. The ghetto. An embarrassment. The ghetto. Y'all That's... voted for him. I can't believe y'all voted for him. I know. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's just, he's just the worst. I hate that guy. In other political news. So, <clears throat> the state of Virginia is being sued by three couples because. They want the state to overturn a law that requires marriage applicants to disclose their race in order to get a marriage license. Now, this becomes kind of, it's it's different because there was this little case back in 1967. Just a little small thing. Just a small thing. You may or may not have heard of it. Yeah, called Loving versus Virginia. Real small. Where they literally allowed two different races to become one. Okay? So why we have this whole thing about having to list what ethnicity you are is ridiculous. The bad part about it is when they these couples went to the courthouse to file, to get a license, they give them a list mm-hmm. of things. So wait, scroll up, so I'm going to tell you exactly what it says because the list was, okay. So one of the couples is Brandon Churchill and Sophia Rogers, and they were given a list of 230 terms to choose from what? to identify their race. The list included outdated terms, including mulatto, 
and quadroon. What is first of all, what is a quadroon? Like I have no idea. But honestly, when I read it, I saw a coon. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm have to figure out. I saw I saw a coon. That's what I saw. So <clears throat> and then they said the lawsuit describes Churchill, who was uh, a white male, as having English, Scottish, and German ancestry with peach pink skin. Rogers, who also looks like a Caucasian woman, yeah, she does, is principally Irish, German, and Polish, and she has peach pink skin. What? Neither one of them refused to select one of the options, um, because like, why? Why? I mean, <clears throat> for what? They went on to hat like they went on to uh, celebrate. They're going to be celebrating their wedding. Without the license, they'll deal with it later because it's just ridiculous. Can you get married in another state if you don't live there? I don't know. That's a that's a good question. But I mean, think about like these like you get your marriage ah. license. What is it? Okay, so a quadroon. A person who is one quarter black by descent. What the fuck is one quarter? I what is have, one quarter black? I don't have time. I don't have time. What is know. one quarter black? I don't. <laughs> I don't have time. What is? Historically, in the context of slave societies in the Americas, like it's literally like an ethnic group. Historically, in the context of slave societies of the Americas, a quadroon or quarter quarter quarteron quarter quarteron was a person with one quarter African and three quarters European ancestry. Similar classifications were octoroon. Oh my god! This is I can't read this anymore. Octarone for one eighth black and he- I cannot hexa deca rune for one sixteenth black. So now we need measuring cups to I determine what. I'm not doing it, Sherelle. I'm not doing it. What is this? Quadrune, octarone, quarterune, hexa deca rune. <laughs> This is exactly, first of all, let me tell you, this is the main reason I jumped out of math in the first place. This is the, this is the main though. reason why I never majored in math to begin with. Right. What is all of this? What is? Never understood why shapes, what shapes had to do with math anyway. Second of all, how do you even measure this in like someone's DNA right. and ancestry? Exactly. Imagine me coming up to you and saying, sis, I'm actually quarter room. The door <laughs> is what I'm going to say. The door. <laughs> Goodbye. This, this is this is this is a peak. Oh, oh my god! I do hope that this couple, as well as the other couple, who is a African American male, and a she actually identifies as um, West Indian and Caribbean, mm-hmm. and she basically said that like none of these options represent me. So yeah, I mean, imagine quadroon not representing you, right? <laughs> Like I don't know octor. I don't. Th- I think I'm octoroon, but I might be hex. I don't even know what to say. I can't. This is crazy. Yeah, but- I do hope that these uh, these couples do overturn. <laughs> get this little overturn because it's just it's it's a lot. That is ridiculous. It's it's really a lot. And like I said, they had this little case in 1967 called Loving versus Virginia that literally challenged the law that prevented interracial marriage in the state. So they won, and we're still doing this. Right. We're still doing this. Fifty plus years later. This is disgusting. Cool. But it's also Virginia, so. Yeah, exactly. And then Ooh, there's that. Imagine wanting to get married in Virginia. Sorry, all Virginia listeners, but your state is... Your state is tra- it's trash. It might be up there with Florida. Nah, I don't. No, nah, nobody's up there I'm with sorry, Florida. I got family that lives in Virginia, <clears throat> but uh-uh. That's ugly. I can't. I can't. I can't. I cannot. Oh, my God. I cannot. Um, 
Did you want to talk about the um, the gerrymandering at A and T? Yes, yes, I did. Okay, so a lot going on. So there was an article <clears throat> that came down the line. Came down the line. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I think I am? <laughs> the line. It came down the line. That's what we baby. call it. I came down the line. It came down the line. There was an article that came down the line um, four days ago about Thomas Thomas Holfer Holfer. Mm-hmm. Thomas. That guy. Thomas. Thomas H. He was a GOP di- district something. Hold like on. Like a now. councilman, yes, congressman? Yes, in Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay. He died a year ago. However, Republicans have been trying to block uh, this piece of news okay. from, from coming out for since he passed away that was on his computer. Mm-hmm. So, okay, here we go. So I'm going to just read you the... The first, because there's a whole thread and there's a whole link to the article and I'll put it in the show notes. But it says, Dave Daly obtained the files of Thomas Hofeller, the noted GOP redistricting expert who died last year. Republicans have fought very hard to block these files from becoming public and now it's very clear why. So there's a lot that he mentioned in the thread, but the point, the part that stood the most out to me was this. The tweet says, one of the most notorious gerrymandered lines cuts through North Carolina A&T State University, our alma mater. Holford kept detailed information on his computer about the racial breakdown and voting tendencies of students sorted by their residence halls. So he, he, uh, so the person who's tweeting this by the net, by the way, his name is Sam Levine. He screenshotted a piece of the article or, mm-hmm. and it says, Hofeller's files, though, show that he created giant databases that detailed the racial makeup, voting patterns, and residence halls of more than 1,000 North Carolina A&T students. He also collected similar data that tracked the race, mm, that tracked the race, voting patterns, and addresses of tens of thousands of other North Carolina college students. Some spreadsheets have more than 50 different fields with precise racial, gender, and geographic details on thousands of college voters. Um, it also says a spreadsheet named, quote, NC College Voters for Zip ID, quote, contains voter data for more than 23,000 North Carolina university students, including thousands in Greensboro. The detail for the, the NCANT students is precise. Students are sorted by residence hall. That means that Hofeller knew which A&T students <laughs> lived in Aggie Village on the north side of campus and which resided in Morrow or Vanstory Halls on the south side, along with a detailed racial breakdown and information about their voting status. As Hofeller sought to create two reliably Republican con- congressional districts, his computer contained information on the precise voting tendencies of one of the largest concentrations of black voters in the area. <sighs> <clears throat> That's ridiculous. That is the most disgusting thing. So, so this is now public now, all this information. Yes, this is all now public. Are they fighting to, you know... So, I don't know, like, I don't know how, how you know, we come back from that right. situation. Um, let, me, let me see if I can pull up something here. Oh, wow. Four external hard drives with 18 thumb drives last year. Oh, so he was a gerrymandering expert. Mm-hmm. Like, so then, like, okay, so what does that mean for voters now? Like, you know, especially like, you know, this week we're voting right. for congressmen's 
well, I mean, it's not our district, <clears throat> but still, like, I'm, I don't know what's going on in Greensboro, but... Right. There has to be there's some type of voting going on like so I don't know if do they like redistrict the 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 school now because of that? I don't know. Al, Alma um Alma Adams talked about that a lot. Yeah. Um that's something she's really really passionate about is making sure that the students voices are being heard um you know and not necessarily depending on mm-hmm. like you just said like what dorm you're staying in like Right. I don't know. This is ridiculous. I mean, it's really like <clears throat> disheartening because I think we talked about this in a previous episode about how the students were saying that this, the campus was split into as far as where they could go for voting polls and mm-hmm. during elections and whatnot. So it's really interesting to see now how, one, the students weren't like lying because why would the students lie? Right. But two, to see how like that information was even being used yeah. against well, well, used against black people, but used in, in like for Republican, right? Game. Repu- Repu- Republican game, which is really disgusting. Like, I wonder if is it the same at Bennett? Is it the same? I mean, Bennett, I think it would be the only one that would be kind of, you know, like yeah. what's the word? Look, you know, oh, would affect this, right? Or be affected by this. Like, I don't think, you know, Guilford College mm-hmm. and UNCG. Well, I mean, it said he had 23,000 students from all across the North Carolina in the, that system. That system. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So. Oh, boy. That's too much. And interestingly enough, his daughter found the files and, like, volunteered them. Like, she turned them over. So She says she thinks that he left them for her to find. What? See, like. Like he, she thinks that he wanted her to find these, but that's weird. I mean, you know how like when people go and you find things, and it's like, how would you possibly, you know, what I'm, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it may, I don't know, maybe because what you're saying is like Republicans were literally trying to block this, yeah, for years, and he maybe he got fed up, like you know this this is wrong. People be killing me with having that come to Jesus right at the end of their life, like have it now, girl. <laughs> Have y'all come to Jesus now? Now. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I hate it. (sighs) The last thing in politics, which is really not, we don't care. (laughs) So y'all remember that black guy from from Girl 6, the one that was stalking stalking her, and he played this little doctor on that little show, Grey's Anatomy or whatever? Wow, you went way back. Yeah. I have only seen Girl 6 one time. Yeah, he was nuts in that. He was crazy in that movie, too. He was in uh, Romeo Must Die, too, with Aaliyah's movie. Oh, that's right. He has some really good quotable lines in that movie, too. I've only seen Romeo Must Die once. Wow, you should watch it again. It's just like, there's too much going on in that movie. What? I loved it. You got... Delroy Lindo, he's a good looking black he guy. He is bad. He's a, he not he, he all right yeah, though. He's bad. He all right. And he got that voice like Yo, I with it. A one. <laughs> um but yeah, we're not talking about Delroy Lindo. We're talking about Isaiah Washington. Mm-hmm. He decided to come out as a uh as a Republican. He said, I'm not doing this Democrat shit no more. I'm rolling with the MAGA squad now. <laughs> he said he's a Trump supporter now. Well, if you felt like you needed to know that, we just told you. So why he felt the need to make that a national a net national announcement? Nobody knows. Mm-mm. This is not going to get you back on Shondaland. I mean, it's been real quiet from him ever since he called that white boy the f word. So 
Yeah, I mean nobody cares, bro. Maybe he, like I said, he's broke. So I guess he needed the money from these interviews that he's getting. It's only gonna last a couple of days. Like nobody cares. I mean, actually, I think it's over. I think by the time this episode drops, like that, Facts. that time is over. Because like nobody, nobody cares. I know so. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the last thing we had in politics. All right. Um, I think this list is fairly random. It's very very random. It's kind of all over the place. We want to do the heavy stuff first. Well, we got this heavy. Well, we got that that clip I showed you about. The, oh yeah, yeah. That is kind of heavy. That is heavy. That is real heavy. It's mad. I'll let you, yeah. You want me go? We we going? <laughs> sure. Like yeah. Let's go ahead and just out the gate. I don't know. Um. So, sis found this clip. Came across the this line. This clip found me. <laughs> <laughs> it came down the line, and uh, basically, it's about this movie. It's from this movie. What's the name of the movie called? It's called Cold Case. Hammerskold, but it's got them two dots that you can find, like so something in Russian or sweet Swedish, Swedish no. or something like that. It looked like it could be like the name of some IKEA furniture. Wait a minute, okay. And in the clip, <laughs> in the clip, there's this white man being interviewed by these two journalists, and he basically admits that um, back in the day, uh, the military was giving Africans AIDS. And not in the way that you think. They mm-hmm. literally were supposed to be vaccinating them, but instead of vaccinating them, they were tricking them in, and sticking them with needles and actually giving the AIDS virus. And the goal was to <clears throat> eliminate blacks. Yep. He said that. Those were his words. Not so mine, I so. got the um, clip right here. Listen to the clip. Well, the Scandinavian operations, we were involved in uh, coups taking over countries for other leaders. We were involved in Mozambique. Spreading the uh, AIDS virus through medical conditions. We were involved in uh, Angola with Dr. Jonas Salombi for various operations, really military support. So, people were killed during these operations? Oh, definitely. Really? Can we just do the question again and then you can come in? Yeah. You mentioned actively spreading AIDS? There was a unit in my, uh, from Simon that uh, one of the things was that we went into African countries. And how was that done exactly? Through inoculation. Through vaccines? Yeah, through vaccines. Pretending to inoculate people and that type of thing. The idea being to kill black people? Yeah, to eradicate black people. You must understand the concept was that AIDS was a killer. It was incurable at that point in time. So it was led to believe that if you infected people, it was the, it was the quick, non-militaristic uh, approach to eliminate bad people. And that is something you know for a fact that AIDS was actually being spread to other countries? Yes. To African countries. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I'm just trying to figure out, is is this dude in jail? Like, we just going to let him sit on the couch until, like, admit to this blatant crime? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, what happens now? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I'm curious. So I'm gonna I'm gonna post the article and the um and the way you can watch it 
um, legally <laughs> in the show notes as well because like I haven't gotten to watch it. I'm gonna you know make some time to watch it because obviously I'm now really more intrigued into like yeah. what exactly this story is about. Right. Um. But I mean, when you think about like something like this, right? And you think about people who say like don't get vaccinated, right? Or people who or anti-vaxxers who don't get vaccinated. I mean. <laughs> I mean, but that I, this is different. This is different. You know what I'm saying? This is different. This is back then versus now. Right. But even think about like how how trusting we are with the system and giving us you know flu shots. You know, I've never, I have not had a flu shot. Like I haven't had one in a while either. I don't even remember the last time I had a flu shot. I'm. It's just like I'm just like, can we just like buckle? You know, like bundle up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying let's put on some layers. Yeah. Make sure y'all have a coat. Yeah. We'll be out here with no coat on when it's. Mm-hmm. 30 degrees outside let's get it together right um you know wearing ankle socks in january it's not cute yeah but this was just like really disturbing to me when i saw it and like i don't know if i'm like if i had been like naive before but hmm. this was really like yo like this is right insane like you hear about it but then to have somebody like watching a clip of somebody actually admitting it and then like like i was telling you earlier like his hand was just like oh yeah like yeah what, yeah yeah, no, like, yeah. Mean, the, the it point- was easier to kill them this way instead of just you know military style like wow okay cool i hate it I if hate that's it. what you think all right but i hate it so much I think that's the heaviest thing we have on the yeah, list. Yeah, that's definitely the heaviest. And I'm glad we got that out first. Oh, whew. All right, y'all. Uh, you guys can relax. Yeah, I loosen know, up. You know, if your shoulders are tense, just let's loosen let's, up. Give us a minute. Okay, we're going to give you a minute, right? Okay? Make sure your jaw, you're not holding your jaw tight. Relax your mouth. Mm, okay? If you're, if you're clenching your butt cheeks, relax your butt cheeks. Okay? Lower your shoulders, okay? If they, they feel hunched up, relax. Relax the face. Yes. Relax the face. And now one big deep breath. Here we go. Inhale. Very nice. Exhale. Beautiful. Well, you can hear a lot of people breathing loud and clear with the next story we're going to talk about right here in Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte had his own fry festival. Oh, child. If you guys did not, and I'm referring to the fry festival that happened, was that two years ago yeah. where a bunch of people showed up in the Bahamas mm-hmm. for this beautiful festival and were literally stranded? Well, that's what happened here in Charlotte over the weekend. <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't laugh uh, But shout out to Queen City Nerve For posting this article So Over the weekend there was something called The Charlotte Fall Home Design And Remodeling Show The event showcased home repair And remodeling company It was held at the Park Expo And it was uh, set to uh, was supposed to take place On September 6th and 7th There were uh, 600 vendor booths 600 vendor booths. Mm. They paid thousands of dollars to participate in this event. They were promised thousands of people would be there. Over, They were promised that over 10,000 people would show up to this event. You're, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. A hundred people showed up. The people that were running the show weren't even there. Mm. So a lady said... And the person, the people that were supposed to run it, um, this so it seems that the space was not enough for event planners. Was NCI Shows LLC to stick around through the whole production? They're an event production company based in Atlanta, Georgia. Hosts events throughout the South. Some vendors from the show uh, spoke 
they um they talked with Queen City Nerve on Sunday after two days of embar of an embarrassingly low turnout. Mm. Uh, they led the organizers to not even show up. There wow. were people from Vermont, Georgia, <gasps> Michigan, Cleveland, oh my God. Charleston. So the lady from Charleston, while dealing with the damage of her house, she's she was there paying for a hotel and has nothing. Oh my God. Like nothing. So that's embarrassing. Embarrassing. And is this company, this NCI shows, they have an LLC? Yeah. And uh, their website says, with over 75 years of combined experience, sh- <laughs> home shows produced by NCI shows are amongst the highest quality shows in the Southeast. Quality exhibitors and exciting features and giveaways attract quality buying crowds and bring them back year in, year out. Home shows provide the best and most measurable return on your marketing dollar. And we at NCI Shows LLC are committed to making every show and every exhibitor as successful as possible. Hmm. Like, there was a ticket booth there with their logo on it. There was abandoned. Um, you know, some people saying, oh, we can't compete with... they." So one uh, one vendor said they paid uh, $1,100 for a 10 by 10 booth, which is standard for a... Uh, which is standard for a trade show booth for the whole weekend. That was the majority pricing for everyone. Some of the bigger ones went for thirty eight hundred. They had to pay one hundred and fifty dollars for the weekend for electrical. Wow. Five hundred to four hundred four uh, four thousand dollars for the whole weekend in vendor fees. That's insane. Yeah. So. They also produced the Knoxville Home Design and Remodeling Show as well as one in Fayetteville in the spring. I'm trying to see if they're on Better Business Bureau, see if I can find them. Yeah, like, I I feel bad for those people. That's a lady in Charleston. Right. No, they're not up here. Hmm. Interesting. Well, this is, I mean, hopefully uh, Queen City Nerve, this this show, this uh, article that they wrote <laughs> goes further um, so we can get it and get them out of here because we don't, we don't got time for that. Yeah, that's embarrassing. We don't need another Billy McFarlane running around. That's going to, you know what that, <laughs> you know what that. <laughs> we don't need another one of those. We really don't. And now that's going to be like, they're probably, watch like soon that goes into law where like certain like things like that are going to need to be like approved somehow, some type of way by some more, which I feel like it should be anyway, right? Yeah. There should be some type of, um, just like some type of security or authority type of like, Mm. this is a verifiable event, you know, through something, right? Because Mm. how many more times do you think this is going to happen? Or something like that. Numerous happens. times. Right. And we cannot blame it on the Carolina Panthers. We can't blame it on nobody. But <laughs> we, it's not the Panthers' fault that they, you know, we they everybody knows when football season is. It happens the same time every mm. year. So can't blame them. Just got to blame just poor show, uh, poor event management. It is what it is. Or there's no, there was no marketing for it. Like nobody was talking about it. I don't think that'd be something that you hear, you know, like, oh, you know, Chris Brown coming to town. Like right. nobody's going to be talking about it like that. But still... <laughs> Trade shows are a lot. They yeah. Trade shows are a lot. They are very, very, very expensive, and they are. I'm pretty sure these people are going to get their money back with this type of situation. I hope so. But it, it is a lot. You have to play for electricity. Like, everything is extra. Everything is extra. Mm. They'll give you the table. They'll give you the chairs, a garbage can. They'll yeah. give you the sign. Everything is a. Everything else is extra. Electricity. Um, and then think about if you have you know suffer you know some of your swag items. Yeah. 
you got to ship them there. They sh- It's a lot. Trade shows are a lot. So I, I do hope that these people do get their money back because that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So. I hate it. Yeah. What we got next? I guess we can talk about these attractive men or economically attractive Ooh. men. So, <laughs> there's been so many different... <laughs> <There's> been- <laughs> so it's it's interesting how last week... Corey was talking about all the different terminologies we have now for like dating. Mm -hmm. And this is a new term for basically you to call men broke. So, (laughs) so CNN put out an article, uh, put out an article today was saying a new study suggests that one reason U S marriage rates are at a, at 150 year low is because of a shortage of economically, (laughs) of economically attractive men. Um, Hold on. I have a clip and you can hear what they're talking about. Men. There's not enough men who are. This is the Ivy League version of I don't want no scrubs. (laughs) This is a real study that was done through (laughs) Cornell University that said a shortage of economically attractive men. There's not enough men who are economically attractive. That may be one of the reasons why marriage is on the decline. Now, marriage is at its lowest in about 150 years in America, the marriage rate. Uh, Now, what do they mean by economically unattractive? They said it's somebody who either doesn't have a bachelor's degree, so that's prospects, or a stable job making $40,000 a year or more. Uh, They said one reason might be education. Uh, The lead author said, this is a rough quote, Many young men today have little to bring to the marriage bargain. And he talked about how women are going to school more because they want to you know, bring more to the table to get better jobs. Um, I'll say this. This is your sort of piece of money advice. And this doesn't just come from me. It comes from Warren Buffett. He says that the biggest, most powerful choice you will ever make in your life is choosing the right person for the right reasons. And that will make a big difference in your success. <laughs> Okay. All right. I refuse to believe that the decline in marriage is because niggas is broke. Like, uh, I don't think it's too far-fetched, sis. I don't think it's too far-fetched. It might not be too far-fetched, but like some of the things that they were listening was ridiculous. Like, okay. I'm not going to say the bachelor's degree. Like, I I understand if you, you know, you want a man who, you know, at at least has that. But honestly, I mean, there's men out here that just have a high school education and they are working for the Department of Sanitation are making more than mm-hmm. your Bank of America financier. Ooh, child. Okay. Ooh. Just, I'm just, I'm just saying it. That's so, true. That's um, true. I think there needs to be kind of a rebuttal for this. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so, all right. So you want somebody that has a bachelor's degree and then 40000 or more, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like there there has to be more than that. Like there there has to be more than that besides all right. So yeah, you don't have a bachelor's mm-hmm. degree, you're only making forty thousand dollars a year. Education. So. She's also education. Yeah, educate yeah, education. And then the fact that now I get the fact that, you know, women are kind of <clears throat> we're ahead of the game when it comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to respond to this. I don't know. Niggas don't have have no money. That's yeah. basically what they're saying. Everybody's broke though. They, right. Everybody's broke though. It's not like a just men are broke. Like women are also broke out here. Like, you know what? On that, real quick, mm-hmm. I saw so uh, one of a fellow A and T alumni, 
um, he 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 tweeted something today. I thought that was very very interesting. I only liked it. I hope he didn't think I liked it because I agreed. I liked it to talk about it on the show. Oh, so <laughs> shout out to Twin. He's always talking some craziness, but. A lot of things he says make sense, but this one, I don't know so much. So he said, call me wrong, but through my experience and life from undergrad at an HBC, HBCU until now, generally the males had it harder and had to work more and et cetera. Whereas a female in most regards had no need to work and had help from home or a sugar daddy of sorts. Can you repeat that one more time? Okay. The whole thing? Yes, please. Okay. Call me wrong, but through my experience and life from undergrad at an HBCU until now, generally the males had it harder. Time out. At an undergrad from when he was in school until now. Yeah. So he was at A&T when we was at A&T. Okay. Okay. All right. Continue. Generally, the males had it harder and had to work more and et cetera. Whereas a female in most regards had no need to work and had help from home or a sugar daddy of sorts. No. He's loud and wrong. Yeah, wait, you said he loud. Yeah, <laughs> loud and wrong. Yeah, no. I, I no. No, no. Mm-mm. Um, yes, yeah, so some mm. of us have parents that helped us out on occasion. Yeah. yeah. But. No, not all of us, though. Not all of us. Mm. I know some, like, I had friends that was like, listen, like, you wanted to go to college, so you handle it. I was working in between every break. That's how I was able to... Every uh, break. Every break. That's how they would afford all of the stuff that I had. Every break. Okay. I would be... You know, they blessed me with a few hundred dollars here and there, but everything else, I worked yeah. for it. Um, I just thought, I thought that was really interesting. And then seeing this, you know, hearing that clip and then reading what he had to say, I was like, hmm... I don't know. You gotta, you know, you gotta wonder like who they inter- who who they're polling or. Well, that was a that. Oh, you talking about like t- what Twin said? No, the the CNN. Oh yeah, because they said it was a study from Cornell University, Cornell. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I yeah. I don't know. I don't know, girl. I just yeah. thought that was really, really interesting. It is interesting. Really, really interesting. I w- I'm curious to know what y'all think. If you think that those factors are the key to a successful marriage. <laughs> oh, um, I th- I think a lot of people a lot of reasons why people get divorced is because of money. Yeah, that's true. So I mean I think that definitely could be a part of it. Um mm, mm, mm. but education I, um, I don't know. Mm, no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know dog. Ooh. What we got next is all right so we gotta we do this is a this is a heavy clipped show. So Laura Ingram, who is on Fox News, she decided to talk about Jamel Hill's uh, piece that she wrote last week entitled, um, I forget the name of the title. Basically, the article was talking about how uh, black athletes need to stop attending PWIs and and start attending HBCUs. So Laura Ingram decided to have uh, current New, uh, New England Patriots uh, Ben Wa- Benjamin Watson on the show to ask him what his thoughts were, and basically she guessed it. Like she she thought she thought that he was about to agree with her, and um, yeah, no reaction uh, to the story we covered last week, where former ESPN anchor Jamel Hill created a kind of stir with a piece uh, in the Atlantic where she argued that black athletes should stop attending white majority colleges. 
What's your reaction to this? Oh, I hate her well, voice. I read the article, and, and, and when I saw the, the uproar over it, I read the article, and, and I agree with her. Uh, she had some great points in that article. When you look at the history of HBCUs and you look at the, the, the hundreds of thousands of, of, of black professionals that have come from these schools over the course of, of uh, the last several years since they've been created, and you look at what's been lost since, um, since integration has happened, what she was saying was simply that athletics is a multi-billion dollar business. I went to two historically white universities, Duke University and University of Georgia, that have a lot of money based on athletics. What she was saying that, look, we, we're living in a time where there's a big racial wealth gap. The average white family has a net income, a net worth that's 10 times that of a black uh, family. And so if we're able to have some of these athletes that create so much uh, uh, income go to some of these schools, uh, not that white students don't go and students of other ethnicities don't go. We live in a time where everybody can go wherever they want to. But what she was saying simply, if we're, if we're trying to pump money and revenue into some of these communities that there's still this big disparity, this may be a way to do it. Obviously, that's in a vacuum. Yeah. There are other, other factors to figure <laughs> in, into that. But when you read her argument, yeah. um, look, she, she, she lays it out very, very cleanly, and, and it's actually yeah. uh, something that, that I agree with. All right, Benjamin. Well, I think that Duke would have not been thrilled about your not being there, but let's, that's, uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. I mean, the, the, the college sports would certainly be a lot different today if, that, if, that, if we went down a color-coded way of well, figuring well, out college admissions. I mean, that's like deep, that's resegregating the well, country. Why well, do we want that? Y'all do well, no, because segregation, as you know, is, is government mandated. Yeah, I get this it. Is, I get this it. is not segregation. Yeah. This is, if, you, if you read the article and, and see what I she I read the for. article. I read the article. All right, yeah, we got to go. Benjamin. She was ready to cut him off. Ready to cut him off because <laughs> she really thought he could do it. Well, you know, no. He said, the facts are, sis is right. Don't forget I'm a black man. <laughs> like, please. Girl, Point uh, blank, period. Like, there, there was really... I, the article was really well written. I thought she, I actually did think that she has some really great points in mm -hmm. there. Uh, we said it before, uh, and I think the yeah. rise of a lot of HBCU um, players getting into the uh, NFL and actually making noise, mm -hmm. i.e. Tyree Cohen, Brandon Parker, mm -hmm. um, you know, just to name a few, I think this is like, you know, I, I think this is part of why she wrote the article. Right, right. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I and I and I agree with off. her as well. So I don't appreciate her trying to cut him off because yeah, she no. really thought that uh, she, you should like her face was like, uh -huh, uh, yeah, she was stuck. Yeah, stuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are we trying to resegregate? Y'all do it all the time. All the time. Y'all do it all the time. Half of these schools have a, a, a strict quota on how many black people they even let in there. Ooh. Especially schools like Duke and Cornell. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, look at, like, that's why you have, I mean, even, I mean, I know dear white people, Winchester is, is fake, but, you know, that's why they have a black student caucus, uh, black student caucus and yep. black student unions. Like, yep. because we don't have to deal with that HBCU. We all, the white people are the minority. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Period. And even they're seeing what's going on. They're starting to come over there. No longer they just, oh, they, like, I know at A&T, if I saw a white person, I was like, oh, they... Play football, yeah. or they're on the baseball team, mm -hmm. or they're at the engineering program. Now it's just like, nah, I'm, I'm a history major, because it's lit over there. Like that's true, it is lit over there. Why I go to UNCG when you got A and T right there? Like right. who does that? The ghetto. I'm just saying. People from the ghetto. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all. All right, we gotta run through some of these things. All right, let's run through it. Um, so, um, Lisa Leslie. <sighs> 
reportedly is getting a statue at Staples Center. The former Sparks player is finally yeah. getting her her due recognition. Getting her getting her recognition. Um, is it going to be who? Who's her statue supposed to be next to? Uh, who they say? I don't know. Who's already at? Who's already at? Isn't uh, Shaq up there? Shaq or Magic Kobe? Johnson? Is it Jack? Is or it? Kobe? One of them. See Lisa Leslie. One of them. I don't know who. No, it just says she's gonna be honored with a statue. I love it, which is good enough. What first woman honored? Oh, that is really dope. That is amazing. That is really dope. That is really dope. It's a great time to be a black female athlete. I yes, it is. It really is. Yeah, it is. Between Serena Williams and Coco and Naomi and Simone mm-hmm. and. And and all of them like this, it's just so much. Um, it's a great time to be a, a black female athlete. So shout outs to yep. her, shout outs to her, shout outs to her. Um, yeah. What else? What else do we have? Oh, Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, and Wayne Gretzky. Kobe ain't got a statue out there. There's now. a Wayne. Wait. There's a Wayne Gretzky statue out there. I guess so. Why? Wait, didn't he used to play for the New York Rangers? Right. Why is Wayne Gretzky out in Staples? Oh, okay. Um, was Wayne Gretzky from Los Angeles? I don't, I don't know. But he played for the New York New Rangers, Rangers, so I'm confused. I don't know. I can't remember. I, even remember. I mean, I can't if that's even... the case, you might as well push your kill on Neil Madison Square Garden. Like, what's the... Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess so. I'm just... I don't get it. That's wow. kind of weird. That is weird. That's kind of... <laughs> Hella weird. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Um, real okay. So the, uh, we got like three more things. So like these, this one I'm gonna do it in like most important order. So okay. Uh, so Young Jeezy and Jeannie Mai, host of uh Fox, uh, what's the talk show? The Real. The Real. She's still on the show. One of the the shows. Oh, fair. Yeah, fair. Uh, she's a host of one of those shows. Her and Young Jeezy made it official that they are a couple. Um, I actually think they look good together, but a lot of people kind of It's felt, weird, dog. I'm sorry. What's weird about it? Because I think I, they look cute. No, it's not like it's like oh, like oh, eight like black man and Asian woman. It's weird because it's like, isn't she like more like this innocent type of? Was it? Well, yeah. I mean, but G, we Jeezy and like, then Jeezy like the but he's like the snowman, now. the snowman, which is he what like if he if she was dating him in his snowman days, yeah, it'd be like. See, I still look at him as if he's in his snowman days. Oh, no. 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 And honestly, because I wasn't really a fan of Jeezy during the snowman days. It wasn't until he kind of matured a little bit. His music was a little better for me. Oh, no. I was all into the hood stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't do it. But Twitter had a problem with something that like an old clip of The Real came up. Um, Oh, wait. Hold on. I think I have it too. You can go ahead and finish talking about it. Okay. So like she, uh, you know, they were talking about, she was, okay, back up. So <laughs> Jeannie Mai was once married to a white man. That's right. She was once married to a white man and they found a clip of her talking about her views on marrying versus just hooking up with. And it was really, really interesting. And all her co-hosts, now if you do know, everybody on her show besides her uh, was black at a time, besides Adrian Bailon. So it got kind of heated. Okay, I got it. And uh, this is what she had to say. But for me, dark meat on the side, white keeps me mean and lean. You know, that's why I married white man. That's what I like. Hold up. What do you mean, dark meat I, on the side? Because she likes white I am no, going I'm not. I'm saying, like, I like, I really do think 
black men are attractive. I do. Like, that's my... Well, what do you mean, dark meat on the side? That means, honey, that's... I... You know what that means. Wait, what are you reading it at? I don't know about... How did you say it? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I when, like, when I think about men, I like <laughs> dark men. I do. I right, like... you'd like your main man to be white and the, your side no, people no, be black. No, no, no. Okay, what, you what I meant is like, I used to date black men, okay? Uh -huh. I think they're attractive. But what I decided to stick to because it just kept me happiest was my man, Freddie, who happens to be white. Are you okay. sure? Yes! Okay. <laughs> <sighs> big yikes, big yikes. He's <laughs> real. <laughs> Dark meat on the set. The fuck is this? White keeps me mean and lean. lean. Damn, it's a goddamn Popeye's basket. It also keeps you single because that's why you're divorced. So, like, Ooh, child. Um. Oh my god. I don't even know what to say. Honestly, like, listen. If that's if that if they happy, God bless them. I, I don't know. But when she, like, if she meets a white man. She could have said, I like black men, but you know, I'm just currently married to a white man. Right. All we that, were like, oh. This whole chicken it. reference was not. <laughs> the funny part was Tamar. Tamar was like, Tamar I'm sorry, was, what? Tamar was on her ass. She was ready. Like, explain. Her and Lonnie was like. What you saying? Wait a minute, bitch. What are you saying? What you talking about? It was interesting how Tamara was Tamara silent. Was, she was trying to keep it. Cause she got a white man. Oh, that's right. She is the white. They call me white man's whore. Yeah, she <laughs> she got a white man, so she was like, mm, "I'm gonna sit this one out." <sighs> Can't relate, sis. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they look cute together, whatever. They I just do. I just was surprised because I'm like, man, just he. For I'm like, they've been dating for a minute now. Have though. they? I don't follow him on the social so or her either. It, like I think like B Scott had reported them dating a while ago. Oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? But they just like made it basically. Official. They made it Instagram official. By posting it. So, mm. um, also people are attacking Kevin Hart per usual. Mm. Everybody's attacking Kevin Hart. So, what was that? Two weeks ago, he got into a bad car accident. Terrible. I guess not too far from his home. Um, him, another guy, and a young lady were in a car. Him and the guy were both seriously, seriously injured. The girl was actually not injured. Like, she had a couple of scratches and bruises, but that's about it. Mm -hmm. um, he was not driving. The other man was driving. He was airlifted to a hospital. Apparently, reports were saying that he got out of the car, was able to walk to his house, mm -hmm. and call the cops. That's what I saw, too. So people were saying, like, oh, well, you know, that's just like Kevin Hart to be selfish, you know, because he called the cops just for himself. <laughs> Not that that's just like Kevin Hart to be selfish. But do, do you know how dumb that sounds? That he called the cops to the scene. Yeah. And, I mean, like, what? What are y'all talking about? People really have it out for Kevin, yo. I don't get it. I really don't understand between that and then there's an episode of LeBron's bi-monthly show that comes out, mm -hmm. The Shop. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Kevin Hart was also on there. Kevin Hart, Kevin Love, Lil Nas X. There was a couple other uh, people on the show. I can't remember. And a conversation was brought up about Lil Nas X deciding to come out at the top of his career. Mm -hmm. I guess. And uh, the question was really why. I forget the young man who actually asked him why he decided to do that. And 
Lil Nas X was explaining, and Kevin Hart, in the clip that I saw, Kevin Hart was like, well, well, why now? Like, yeah, that's literally all he asked. And he's explaining it to him, mm-hmm. you know. He was, Lil Nas X was saying that, well, you know, like, you know, growing up where we grew up at, you know, it's not really all, you know, being gay is not really the, you know, what you want to be, mm-hmm. you know, where we grew up. And Kevin Hart was like, well, how do you figure? And Lil Nas X was like, dude, you grew up in the hood. Right. I grew up in the hood. You don't just walk around and be like, hey, y'all, I'm gay. Right. You know, my name is Lil Nas X. I'm gay. What's up? <laughs> like, that's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. Y'all took that... Well, because after that, Kevin is Kevin and Kevin Hart, like his like reaction was like, so what? So what if people say that? And I'm like, in my head, I, I, I feel like that was real privilege to say because you are now removed from that type of environment. That's how I felt like it was like, that's how I took it. Right. And I, granted, I didn't watch the whole show, but if we're going, if I'm going like off of the clip, like mm-hmm. I did kind of feel like it was kind of like gaslighting him. Like, so what if people think that about you or, you know, like, like, no, that like, this is a really important time for, you know, LGBTQIA rights and all of that, all those things like that. Right. And for, for them to just be like, well, why come out now? And so what if people think that about you? Like, that's, that's not how, that's not, I don't think that's the way we should, um, approach it and I think like Lil Nas X coming out at the height of his success is so important because it is honestly unheard of you know usually that would be something he'd be like oh you know what I gotta keep this under wraps for the rest of my life but instead of him not doing that and saying oh yeah you know I actually am gay like that's that's a big important issue and for them to like the, just from the clip because like I said I didn't watch the whole show but just from the clip it just made it seem like they were trying to like Say like, yo, you shouldn't have did, you shouldn't have done that. And I thought like, I I disagree with that idea. Like, I think it was phenomenal that he did that. That's how I took it. I looked at it as like the like not Kevin Hart, but the other guy. I can't remember that light skin guy. The light who is that guy? I don't know. I don't know who that guy is. I'm a I'm a, you know I'm gonna go on HBO and um and actually find and yeah. watch the whole episode. And so the light skin guy. I felt like he was saying, like, you know, you shouldn't have did that. Yeah, he that's was the definitely, vibe, yeah. That's the that vibe guy I got from him. Yeah. From Kevin Hart, I was getting more of, like, you know, like, forget what people say about you, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, keep doing what you're doing. That's the type of vibe I was getting. Yeah. Y'all just, I don't know what Kevin Hart did to y'all. People are, like, looking for stuff to, like, because people were, like, making fun of him and stuff. And, I'm like, confused. you deserve that car accident. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas got to relax. I realize, like, his stand-up isn't great. But that's one thing. But for him, for, for y'all to, like, wish death or, like, or injury doing on somebody, like, most, y'all are, you niggas are doing a lot. Y'all and, are really And you got to relax, yo. Yo. And this is, like, I don't know if I'm being biased because I, I actually, like, like Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. But y- y'all really just, y'all yeah. are just dragging it for no reason. Yeah. Um, and lastly, speaking of LGBTQIA, or as um, Dave Chappelle called them, the alphabet people. Don't you, you're not dragging head wraps and lipsticks in that. Nope. That's what Dave Chappelle <laughs> nope. said. Nope. <laughs> That's what he said. No, ma'am. So you, so you watched the Dave Chappelle said I though. did watch it. <laughs> did you enjoy it? I actually did. I thought it was pretty funny. Naomi said something that made perfect sense to me. She said, some parts I laughed at it, some parts I cringed at it. I think, honestly, yeah. I think Dave Chappelle said what a lot of people are thinking and are scared and scared to say it because they don't want to offend anybody. I honestly think I honestly think that's what he did. And I and it because I watched it twice. Because mm-hmm. I was the same way. The first yeah. time I was like, oh, yeah. This is bad. And the second time I was like, okay, like let me kind of 
digest this a little bit more. And I was like, just like I said, like I really think that he just said things that some people want to say because mm-hmm. they have, you know, they need more than 240 characters, but they don't want to say it because they're scared to offend anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I and when I thought about the title, like Sticks and Stones, like, yeah, like it might hurt, but this is how I feel or this is what other people, this is how other people feel. Yeah. And if it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt you, but I don't know. I don't know, sis. I mean, part of, part of, like part of it, like kind of, to me kind of felt like a, I'm an old nigga at the club. <laughs> And this is what we've been doing. <laughs> and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to change the way I've been doing it all these years because you new niggas is sensitive about it. Like, that's how it felt in a sense to me. And I think, like, you know, as time goes on, comedy continues to change because com- yeah. comedy has to change, right? It's like one of the few uh, entertainment entities where, like, the subject of it has to change often for it to stay relevant and funny. So... The more time changes and the more comedy needs to change, is like more of that stuff won't be so um, acceptable. So I mean, he can choose to 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 continue to be the old nigga at the club. That's fine, but like, I mean, I think he'll at some point run into people who don't want to sit and even listen or hear, yeah, his stuff if he doesn't kind of like take into consideration the quote unquote alphabet people. Like you, you gotta like. I realize. You, um, Comedy, like, it's so weird because it's like, it's like kind of like, it has its roots in being like abrasive and aggressive and ignorant, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not always right, right? And at what point do we draw the line and be like, yo, this isn't a laughing matter. We shouldn't be joking about this shit. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's where I felt. I just felt like he was like I'm. He's like I'm old. I'm old as shit. Now I ain't grind changing. Huh? This is it. You. <laughs> yeah. You, he you was. Yeah. Like it was certain <laughs> topics. I was like, all right. You know what I'm saying. I, it's so, like I like I said like I said like some things I definitely like about the alphabet skit like about the G's and the L's and like the G's in the car hate the L's and like that shit was funny to me because gay because white gay men definitely hate yeah. lesbians and and that's what I'm saying I felt like he I, I thought he put it now okay when he started talking about the trans people yeah I thought he did go a little deep I mm-hmm. was like ooh but, but but that's how that but that's how the community treats the trans people I I actually I actually think that's how G, the lesbians, gays, bisexuals all feel about transsexual transsexual people. Like they love the fight that they have in them, but they resent them because they're making this, you know, they're making their their progress forward take way more longer than they would like it to. I thought there were some valid points there, but there were definitely like some other things. The the the, the Anthony Bourdain joke, like that was distasteful to me. Okay, that one, yeah. Because first of all, yo, I had to rewind. I was like, did I miss the beginning? Like, is this how we start in the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I literally was like, oh, that's that's how we doing it. Yeah. That was that was a little much. Yeah. Actually, it was a lot of much. It was, I was a lot like, of much, yeah. I was like, wow. Um, and there was a, there was some other ones I can't think of right now, but... Uh, he was talking about that. He was talking about Me Too. Yeah. Also cringed. Also cringy. Um... Yeah, they, but I, I don't know. I mean, like it's a weird, it's a weird thing, right? Like, like I said, because some shit was really funny, and then some of the things you were like, you're like, bro, like you can't be the old nigga at the club for the rest of your life, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of trans, real quick, mm-hmm. um, a couple of days ago, uh, BT aired Black Girls Rock Award, which is a annual award show where Black women come together to celebrate each other. 
um, highlighting a few. They give out different awards um, to a couple of standout black women that have been making moves and making noise throughout the years. This year's recipients were Sierra, Mm -hmm. Deborah. I'm drawing a blank on her last name, but she was the executive producer and creative, like some of our favorite princess movies like Cinderella, Princess Diaries, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Her. Angela Bassett and Regina King. Mm-hmm. Those were all the nominees. It was some really great performances. Um, really, um, I guess you could say like going to church type speeches. And yeah. I mean, they do that like every year. Yeah. I will say that. Um, I thought Angela Bassett's speech was really good, but the one that resonated with me mostly uh was Sierra's. And um I just it just kind of hit me at the time that I needed to hear it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> with that being said, of course, some people were not happy about the I need to find it about the um, about the award show and particularly a young lady that is a member of the uh, LGBTQIA community. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Um, her name is Angelica Ross. And she's on, she was on the cast of Pose. OK. And she tweeted something that had a lot of people uh, mm-hmm. upset, but then a lot of people were supporting her. So she said, black trans girls rock. I'm willing to bet that no trans women were invited or highlighted at Black Girls Rock. Is it 18 now? 18 black trans women have been killed this year, but no mention during the segment dedicated to the lives lost. Um, I don't have an excuse for BET. I don't have an excuse. There is no excuse. Right. This is this is the problem. This is the problem that I have. And this is not to offend anybody, but this is literally how I feel. We constantly talking about how black women don't have we don't have anything. Mm-hmm. We're never celebrated. We're never highlighted. We can never come together as black women and just embrace each other for who we are and things like that. Mm-hmm. Then we get this one show, this one platform created by Beverly Bond. Um, that's been going on since 2007, I believe. But at the first one aired in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when I looked at like the people that have won over the years, some are a little, some are a little repetitive. That's fine. But when you have a platform like this, and we talk about people being attacked and us as black women being attacked, and then you have tweets like this, it just bothers me that I'm not saying that. Okay. How do I break this down? For you to say that black trans women were not invited to the show, like you know for a fact that that was the case, mm-hmm. is annoying. Okay. How do you know that? Um, how do you know that certain people were, you know, were asked to be honored or asked to be highlighted and weren't able to make it? Mm-hmm. They had things going on. Um, Why why is that agenda the be all the end all over the whole picture? You get what I'm saying? Like mm, Okay. This, I see this, you. this is a big this is a big picture about black women in general. Mm-hmm. You are a black woman mm-hmm. and all these beautiful women are being highlighted. And this one piece mm-hmm. of black womanhood we didn't see this time, because not saying that trans black trans woman issues is not it's not new, but it it's it's being relatively it's being highlighted a little late in the game. Right. So 
forgive Beverly Bond for maybe not being able to put it in this year? How do you know that that's not the platform for next year? Or how do you know right. that BET's not already working on something mm-hmm. to uh, highlight the lives of all these black trans women that have already been murdered senselessly? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know that? And I just, I, it's, it bothers me so much that we as black people, we talk about not having anything. Right. And then as soon as we get something, it's attacked. Because one shred of our culture is mm-hmm. not mentioned. Right. Do we attack the CMAs for not including a whole bunch of <laughs> black country artists? Do we attack MTV all the time for opening you know, the show with Taylor Swift and all the gay community behind her? Mm-hmm. Do we... like? You you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, yeah. Well, you you making perfect sense. To that's me. what bothered me about this. Mm-hmm. Not the fact that you're like, oh wow, I wish you know, I, I wish I could make it. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, if I was able to make it, maybe I could you know talk to them. You just assuming that like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I didn't see anybody in there that looked like me, but you did. Yeah. Ooh. You get what I'm saying? Like that's my oh, thing. Oh, sis, that's I, my thing. I, I see you. So I so can't. If she was actually, if you you're saying so, like if Angelica Ross actually actually just kind of identified as a black woman, she would have saw herself represented in the room. That's what I'm saying. Whether they were transsexual or not. That oh, girl, I like that. That's what I'm saying. It's like you are you you're like being a black woman to me is like being in this exclusive high ass sedity club. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't welcome. That's true. Okay. You are you're in it now. So you're sitting here talking about representation when there was a whole audience of women that look like you. Yeah. I, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. I'm so confused. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea who was in that audience that might have been looking at the suite like, oh well, I was here. Right. I enjoyed it. And all the speeches, if you watched it, there was many times that they mentioned all different types of women. So for you to just attack, I just get tired of black people. Att- like we complain, but then we attack. Mm-hmm. We know better than Donald Trump, if you ask me. Oh man, oh my god. I'm just saying, like that really, really bothered me because mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um, and for you to attack it. Instead of, you know, trying to embrace it. Yeah. Because when you look in the mirror, you see a black woman. Mm-hmm. Or are we, you know, y'all talk about labels, but you sitting here labeling yourself. You're a black woman, yeah. regardless of how you become became one. And that's not good enough for you. So mm. what else do you want? Oh, girl. That's all I'm saying. That was Ooh. my sermon. Oh, my God. That I was, ain't got nothing to say. That was my TED talk. I ain't got nothing else to say. I beautifully, beautifully well said. I was really hesitant on even bringing it up, says I'm be real honest, because like I mean, because it's a touchy subject. Yeah, I don't want to come off like I'm offending anybody, but that's just how I feel. Right. We can't sit here, y'all talk about labels, 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 but as soon as you don't see a certain word, mm-hmm. oh man, wow, you don't see a certain word. Oh my God, we're not included. Right. But you are. Right. Right. So ah, wow. I'm not gonna tell you to be quiet, but I mean, open your eyes and really look the hell around before you. Tweets. Mm-hmm. That's all I had to say. I love it. I love it. I ain't, I don't even got nothing else to say. Shit, I, I don't need to say nothing. Sis just said it all. I'm done. It's all right. <laughs> We're so mad. It's okay, sis. All right. Do so, we need to do another breathing I exercise? think we should. Let's do it. Go ahead. All right. Mm. Inhale. Very beautiful. Exhale. 
Make sure your shoulders are relaxed. Okay, good. Let's move into our last segment of the show. <laughs> what is this, a therapy podcast? I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. It is time for the lip service question of the week. All right. Today we asked you. What did we ask you? We said, if you had to pick one song to listen to on repeat for a whole day, which one would it be? And y'all had some really good answers. Mm-hmm. I love that everybody's was different. Yeah, me too. Uh, Sparks and Pores. Hey, Jaleesa. Hey, Jaleesa. She said, um, Drake, Jaded. Aww. Pretty good song. Um, Kevin Wilson said, The Line by D'Angelo. I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Sunflower Lion said, Lose Control by Missy Elliott. Wow. For a whole day? Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one though. It's yeah. a lot. Um, Sax Prophet. Hey, hey, he said, "What that? What that thing smell like? Oh Black Jesus? Sir, like is that a real song? I don't know why you even be talking to him. Like, <laughs> um, highly thought of. Said Fire by Inglewood, sir. Okay. Y'all need to make a playlist because I never heard of these people. Um, a Love Supreme parts one through four. Um, John Coltrane that was from a Hopeful One. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, Brianna Lawrence said any Tony 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 song. I would only have to play it twice, and that would take up the whole day. She that, ain't lying. That part. She ain't lying. That that part. <laughs> that part. Follow the Gap said right now. Worth the wait by Jidenna. Okay. Um, Reggie Underdog actually had an answer. Wow. Hey Reg. Hey Reg. He's. <laughs> He said, "Hanging on, hanging on the strings by loose ends." Throwback. Uh, that, they got me hanging on the strings. Mm-hmm. Okay, I heard that song in a long it's time. Been a minute. Um, Utopia Love. Hey Simone. Hey, she said, "Latch by Disclosure." Okay. Yeah, that's true. I can dig it. Um, Curvy and Nerdy eighty one said, "Distance" by Emily King. Oh, that's such a beautiful song. I love that song so much. I get it. When I first mm-hmm. heard it, I had it on repeat for yeah. like a week. Um, Black Tie twenty three. Hey Ty. Said Inner City Blues by Marvin Gaye. Okay. True. Little Miss Patterson said uh, Lizzo Soulmate. Uh, Akivian said Sweatpants by Childish Gambino. I never heard of that either. Hey Akivian, happy birthday! Happy birthday to you. Okay. Um, I am Austin James said All Matter by Robert Glasper. Okay. And I am Taylor B. Jefferson said, Everybody Loves the Sunshine by Roy Ayers. Ooh. Everybody mm. Loves the Sunshine. That is my jam. That's a good one, Taylor. And, or she said, Cool People by Chloe and Haley. I would pick the first one. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. I can listen to Cool People on repeat for like three times and yeah, it's like, all right, I'm done with y'all. Yeah. I'm done with y'all because then I can't sing no more because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with I can't. <laughs> so... Those are some good ones. Those are some good ones. All right, what's your choices? Okay, I thought about this long and hard, right? Okay. And the song that I could listen to all day on repeat is Beauty by Drew Hill. Ooh, yes. That's my shit. Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Girl. Yes. That's a good one. What you got? Damn, I'm going to listen to that on the way home. <laughs> that and Loose Ends. Because like I haven't heard neither <laughs> one of them songs in a long time. Oh, see, and I was the opposite. I did not think about this because I am the queen of repeat. Um, <laughs> I will play a song out. I'm telling same, you. Same, same. Um, if I had to listen to a song on repeat for one day, mm-hmm. um, actually, it would probably be um, Beautiful Dreamer by Jill Scott. That would always, yeah, that's it. 
I know that song. Like, that is my, I need to hear it on mm. a bad day. I have to hear that song. Like, that's such a just, I just love that song so much. Like, yeah. Yeah. That would be it. Okay. Damn, Drew Hill, beauty. Okay. <laughs> so fun fact about me. Okay. Like, I used to want to be like an interpretive dance. I always wanted to be like some type of dancer. Like I can dance, but I never really took dance seriously like yes. that. And I always so that song would come on and I would pretend that I was a uh an interpretive dancer. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, oh my god. Like with like, like <laughs> hiding with ballet. Like I literally had a whole routine to that song that I made up by myself. No. No, no. <laughs> Think it's like the perfect song. <laughs> no, no, no. I always want one day. No, one day I will. No, no. <laughs> it's a fun fact about me. No, <laughs> be good. No, it would be real good. No, Sorry. oh my god, y'all. She in here. No. Like, no, ma'am. Give me a living room and nothing but space. Oh my god, girl. No, ma'am. Could tell me I was no. I was the girl in just in the video. Like you cannot tell me I wasn't in the music. I cannot. I literally <laughs> cannot. I can't. Fun fact. I can't. I'm just saying. I'm oh just my saying. god. Does that wrap up episode thirty two? That wraps up episode thirty two. <laughs> Uh, episode 99. 99. Oh my God. This is so exciting. I know. I can't believe this. We, mm. we out her. I'm going to save my scarf for episode 100. Like. Oh, oh. You about to, is this about to be a reading, a dragging? No, not a dragging. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> Nothing like that. You're just going to let them know what it is, baby. Yeah, that's really it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, wait. Before I get into that, listen. We've been dropping these prompts. Like, I need y'all to participate, okay? Mm. So that we can have some more content for our 100th episode. That's it. So I need you to go to our Instagram page or our Facebook page. We, we need to use the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to put it on a Facebook page. Mm. We, need, we need you to tell us what has been your favorite moment from the past 100th episodes of this show, okay? Well, 99, whatever. What's been your favorite moment in the, from the from one of our past shows? You know, we just kind of like want to see like, you know, what have you guys enjoyed? You know, what you laugh at? What made you think? You know, anything you can think of that you really enjoyed about the show, let us know about it either on our Instagram page. We're going to put the post on the Facebook page. I'm going to do it tonight. Um, and it's definitely on our Twitter page as well. Um, and I got some ideas. Actually, I'm going to say it right now. So I'm thinking, sis, oh. what we should do. Okay. We should do a little trivia thing and have a giveaway. Okay. So, you know, we... Oh, I, okay. Okay. I'm so, with it. I'm so with it. I'm with it. we can meet... Well, either like maybe do it through Facebook polls or Twitter polls or Instagram polls. We can do both. Okay. And just have like, you know, people pick best answers and something like that. So that y'all can get maybe a free t-shirt or something oh, like, I like that. that. So yeah, so there's some free prizes if you know if you if you want your head wrap and lipsticks game, game like, you got your head wraps and lipstick knowledge popping. That's it. You could win a free prize. That's it. And I know you like free prizes. Right. Don't lie to me. You ain't got a lot of me. Everybody likes free. If you don't like free, I don't. You lying? I don't really trust you. Right. I don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust you. Like. <laughs> so yes, please participate so that we can have some really fun stuff for you guys to give away and you guys can win. And just to participate because, you know, 
Because our hundredth episode is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun because we're gonna be drinking. We're gonna be drinking. <laughs> uh, it's gonna have a good time. We have grand, fantastical time. So and you should want to be there. That's it. And that's maybe it. we go live. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. we be on Facebook live. We don't know. It depends on how we're feeling because we're gonna be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> We got reps to protect out here. Yeah, we do. So, that's it. Yeah. All right. So, with that being said, please follow us on all of our social medias. We are on Twitter at HeadRapPod. Check out our Instagram page, HeadRaps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, HeadRaps and Lipsticks, the podcast. You can go visit our website, www.HeadRapsAndLipsticks.com, where there are shirts on sale for $25 with free champagne. You know, if you know that you're not even going to pass none of the trivia, you can just go ahead and buy the Wait shirt. Wait a second. I'm just like, <laughs> if you like, listen, I don't know the answer to none of them questions. Where I can just go to buy a shirt is at the website. I'm just giving the people options, okay? <laughs> I can't do it. We are also available to be listened to. That's not right. Mm, that's not a right sentence. That's okay. Let's try it one more time. <laughs> we're, on a, we're on a number of platforms. Mm, Jesus. I'm gonna have it right on the hundredth. No, I'm not because I'm gonna be drunk. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to write it out. We need a script. We're gonna need a script. We're available on all of these streaming platforms: SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. I forgot to mention if you want to hit us up and want to be a sponsor or whatever for the next 100 episodes, I'm claiming it because you do. You can hit us up in our email at headwrapsandlipsticks at gmail.com. And last but certainly not least, please don't forget to subscribe rate and review well that could be another thing like whoever gives us our maybe not 100th review yeah no, we ain't got no goddamn yeah. but maybe that one tight y'all if we get up to 100 reviews and somebody gets that 100th review you know what I'm saying Birdman emoji Birdman bro <laughs> <laughs> you never know baby <laughs> alright you guys this was a really <laughs> This episode was very interesting. It was. (laughs) Peace out, y'all. Bye, (laughs) y'all.